Hey ladies, so today's episode is entitled Rebuilding Our Feminine Energy. And as always, I tell you how the episode came about, who inspired in Blasey Blasey, but of course, it was inspired by our everyday life. As black women, we go through this all the time on working on our core. And um, I have a guest speaker here with me. Her name is Ace. Everybody say hi. Hey, girl, hey. <laughs> she is a artist, and she is also a podcaster. Make sure y'all go check out her podcast at the end of this. It is called Black Girl from Brick City. Um, what would you like to tell my sissies about you as an artist and your music? Hey, y'all. First of all, hey, y'all. What's up? Um, my name is Ace, like she said, and I would say my music, it really speaks about what kind of person I am. Like, every time I go through a certain period in my life or a certain emotion that's really big in that year or that phase of maybe that's when I got that inspiration. Listen, I write a song about it. I write a song about everything. So I feel like my music is relatable, okay? <laughs> like, I feel like I I can relate to a lot of different women, and I always try to, like, just say exactly what I feel. And I feel like people love the fact that I just be raw as hell in my, in my music. And I try to keep that in my podcast, too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, keep it real, keep it relatable, keep it fun, keep it what's done. That's what I'm about. Would you say your music is, like, also your therapy, since you speak of what you go through? <sighs> yes, my music is definitely my therapy. Like, I feel as though a lot of the times when I didn't even have the words to say, girl, I was able to just sit and write a song about it and just feel a sense of, like, weight lifted off of me. Like, it was mm-hmm. crazy. It was like, wow, maybe... Maybe it was a good thing that I sat down and got this pen and started getting to work instead of, like, you know, having unhealthy habits and ways to deal with stuff. So it's definitely my therapy. So what made you get into singing? Singing? What made me get into singing? I started singing in church um, when I was about six years old. And it was something that I had uh, a really complicated relationship with singing because at one point... Um, I studied classical music, so I was always singing in high school. I got accepted to performance arts high school, and so I studied classical. Um, I was always singing after school and shows. It's always been something I wanted to do, but then again, like, you know, you got family, and they'd be like, you need to be a nurse, you need to be a lawyer, like, what are you doing? Like, singing is going, you know, I really... It's not going to pay the bills. It's not going to pay the bills, so it's like, I really took a risk of you know, chasing that dream, not even chasing it, because I feel like I'm living it every day, like, people who see mm-hmm. my music, you know, like, I really take a lot of time and effort into my music, and even though those, some of those family members I was telling me to go into those serious paths, they be telling people, like, you gotta hear this, like, this shit mm-hmm. crazy, so, you know, you stop, people just want to see you do it, because then they'll believe you. So how did you comfort over from being an artist as for a singer into getting into the podcast industry? Like, what was that like for you? What was that? So basically, I've been doing radio and stuff since, like, college, uh, hosting events and things like that, um, hosting, like, um, retreats and things like that. I was always speaking. So one of my dreams, for real, was, like, getting out of high school, I wanted to be on the radio. Hot 97. Miscommunication, like I was always applying, always trying to go because I always wanted to be like Angie Martinez, right? (laughs) So, like, yeah, so I wanted to do radio, but I even went to college for communications because I was like, Mm -hmm. this is gonna fall right in line. But for some reason, I just would not get hired at these radio stations. Like, I don't know if it was maybe because those type of 
those type of jobs, you got to get like a certain internship. Mm-hmm. But I always wanted to do radio, and I had a radio show called News or Nah. I had a co-host. Uh, we did we did really good. We interviewed Sue Surf and like some other like known, you know, like artists Artist. and talent. Yeah, so I was always in the basically talking on the mic. What happened with the podcast is that I always had a passion to every like I was learning so many things, especially during the pandemic. And I was just like, yo, these things that I'm learning, like, I need to tell other people. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm telling my friends, and, like, my friends are loving it. Like, they're loving the person that's coming. So, I'm like, I want to be able to share it. Um, and I, Girl. <laughs> <inspired>. <laughs> I always wanted to share it. So, I was like, you know, I have wrote this song during the period of time where, like, we were all angry about George Floyd and everything. Black Thoughts in Brick City was a song. And it was basically about, you know, human rights, black black girl magic. And I was like, that would be a dope podcast name, like Black Girls in Brick City. Basically, everything that this Black Girls in Brick City learns, I'm able to share it with people. Mm-hmm. And it's like, turn that stigma, like that stigma, you know what they think about Black Girls in Brick City. We're ghetto. We don't know anything. If y'all know like, Brick City, is basically North New Jersey. Yes, Brick City is North New Jersey. <laughs> said that. Yeah, like Brick City is definitely North New Jersey. That's where I was born and raised. Um, Jersey. Yes, Jersey, real rough. <laughs> Big perk. Right on 18th Avenue, Stuyvesant Avenue, mm-hmm. 94. But yeah, like, I've been saying that shit my episode. I'm like, the 94, the, 94. the 24. <laughs> the one. <laughs> but yeah, so the podcast is also therapy for me. Like, I love it just like I love, like, going to the studio and recording a new song. Like, because it's like, I like speaking um, all the things that I'm learning. Like, because I'm learning positive things. I'm learning things that really make me feel good, like, when I wake up and when I go to sleep. So, I've been getting really good feedback on my thing. I'm on episode, like, 18. Mm-hmm. Can't wait to get to, like, 50. You know, yeah. I just want to. Well, you're going somewhere because most people quit after, like, people don't make it to the 10th episode. That's so, crazy, really? That is, that, yeah. Like, statistics-wise, people that are podcasters don't make it to the tip episode. And usually when you get to the tip episode, that's when you start to, like, see the boom and get yeah. reactions from people and things like that. Um, You really don't get okay. a following until, like, a, two years in. So, okay. Yeah. Well, I, I started in August, so not a year yet, but it's been fun. It's been fun, like, being consistent. It's really helped me be consistent as well because, mm-hmm. you know, you want to keep that promise that you made to – the people that listen, like, yo, it's Tuesday. Where's your shit? She better than me, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> y'all know I record. Yeah. Whenever. However. I look. I be like, I'm listen. going through some shit. Look, y'all gotta understand. But overall, consistency is what matters when you are being a podcaster. Um, what the heck was I just about to ask you? Um, so, yeah, I was about to say that I, I first seen you on um, in a music video. He had this big afro hair, and I was like, yo, she's dope. I was like, I like how her look is. Um, then I had, yes, girl, represent, get the crown in order. Um, then I had, um, I believe I followed your cousin. Then I seen your cousin post your podcast. I started listening to it. And what I admired the most about the podcast was, like, how down to earth you are. And it seems like you're able to touch on certain topics that I might not be able to touch on because I'm a little, you know, I'm a little edgy, y'all. I'm a little wrong. Um, so I thought that was very dope. And I was like, yeah, I want to reach out to her and I want to see if we can network and we can work together. And, you know, boom, bang, here we are. And it worked. Yeah. And I'm super excited. Like, that makes me feel good that you, like, listened and, you know, have feedback about it because it's always crazy when you really want to do something but you're scared to do it mm-hmm. and you're right at that edge and then when you actually do it, it's like, ugh, you could have been did that. You know what I'm saying? So, 
it means a lot. I'm glad I just decided to do it, start it. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Sometimes, you know, we just, we be doubting ourselves or something. I don't know what it be, but I was super scared to start my podcast. So... (laughs) Um, we're going to get into today's topic. Like I said, it was about rebuilding your feminine energy. And the first question before we get deep, you know, get up in this thing, uh-huh. opine, would be, would you say, well, is it safe to say that women in this day and age are, um, masculine? Um, I think we both have, we, women, humans in general, we have, um, masculine energy and feminine energy in us, but you say that we have more masculine energy in this generation than feminine more masculine energy I would say more women are becoming more comfortable in their masculine energy and um I feel as though it's it's no it's really nothing specific to blame as much as it's just that the disconnect like that we have from women and men right now (laughs) you know what I'm saying like um a lot of women just feel like they want to dominate our aspects they want to have a partner that is on the same level and a lot of the times, like, we don't know how to be feminine, maybe because of how we were raised or mm-hmm. maybe because of, you know, the responsibilities we, we never had with for a man. Like, we never had a father figure. or But um, a lot of us grew up from seeing independent women. That's just yeah. a lot, especially where I'm from. Mm-hmm. Um, and for a long time, I thought that was, like, really cool, being strong, being, like, the woman that needs no help, the woman that quote-unquote, don't need a man to really help her. And I don't like, need a nigga for yeah. sure. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> I thought that was cool, but especially if you're in a relationship, it's really not cool to make your your partner feel like he's not needed as a man in a masculine form. You know what I'm saying? So the more you learn, you just feel, you feel like, damn, sometimes you look back like, damn, okay, now shit makes sense. As to why I attract this, oop, <laughs> that's not her mic. You know, as to why I attracted certain certain type of men. Well, I'm happy that you talked about it being back from your childhood. And there is numerous reasons why we are very comfortable in our masculine energy. But, you know, this is a podcast and things are up for debate, so we have to point the finger. So I'm going to say that the childhood did play a major role in why women are more comfortable and, well, I'm saying very comfortable in their masculine energy. Um, and why women are overly um, independent. Yeah. And I believe that as black women, you know, because I am I'm black, y'all. I can't speak for any other race. Okay. <laughs> but um, as black women, well, when it comes to white people, you can speak for them too. I would say, like, you know, the feminine um, movement played a role in that. But make a long story short, when it comes to black women, I feel like our mothers raised us to be strong, independent black women. And our mothers raised us to kind of be able to survive with or without a man. Yes. Um, so. so that ends up making us rest in our masculine energy a little bit too much yeah. and many people will say well what is masculine energy well when you look at men masculine energy would be like having ambition there's nothing wrong with having ambition but when you like really like you know on your grind 24 7 that's all you can think about and everything is so much of a force of aggressiveness that is a magic <laughs> and you, you know, know crazy like now that you say that like 
my ambition is very masculine. So that's kind of been like my my problem in a lot of relationships as well. Like a lot of business, it works. You know, when you want to aggressively go after things at work. Mm-hmm. Yes, there's a difference between like men pay and women pay. But like people love that. People love that worker that's like going above and beyond and like getting promotions. Like, like I got a job and I get promotions because I'm like rigorous. Mm-hmm. But in a relationship, especially if the man is not really feeling like he is where he needs to be and like career wise or ambition wise, you can come off as very masculine because that's that was my problem. Like I'm like, listen, I'm doing this, I'm doing this, I'm doing this. Like you gotta get to it. Like anything you could do, you could. Like and I thought it was positive, mm-hmm. but it probably was a little, mm-hmm. you know, because I'm just every day I wake up, I'll be like, what can I do today to further my anything my knowledge and niggas be telling me for real like i'll be going too crazy like oh i had this one dude tell me like it's five o'clock on a friday why are you talking about stocks i was just like i don't know i just don't know how to turn it off a lot of people try to get me to not be ambitious but i feel like this is just a way you could be more feminine with it that's what i'm working on basically so i'm gonna always be ambitious yeah, I don't see anything wrong with being ambitious at all. I don't see. I I support women getting their bag. Okay, like that's that's my thing. Get your bags, get your degrees, all the other stuff, but don't think that it has any leverage in your relationship. Cause sad to say, it don't. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, but I also feel like when you are entrepreneur, when you are business minded as a woman, you have to date somebody who is business minded, or they're gonna always look at you as you are aggressive, you are this or you are that. Mm-hmm. Um, you're masculine, but in reality. If you was dating somebody that was kind of on your level or was beyond you, then they would actually find it as a turn on. And they would think that, okay, she's she's a lot of paper. They wouldn't see you as a, yeah, they wouldn't see you as you being um, masculine. Like men that are business, that have business mindsets, that are businessmen, they like to have a woman that has a business mindset. You know, they okay with having a bum ass bitch too, but they like to have a woman that has (laughs) a business mindset. (laughs) <laughs> yeah like if you have a business mindset it's like it's cool but the problem comes in where it's like you put your work before me or yeah, you or put you your work before your kids yeah. yeah so and you know another thing as well that I've, I've learned ladies like I know some listeners on here we're baddies over here um I'm gonna tell you right now don't teach that man how to be a man because it don't work like that even if you're masculine like she said don't try to make him more masculine because it doesn't work you're just fighting fire with fire you just basically what you do is you find somebody that's on your level so they don't feel intimidated by it and Mm -hmm. make you feel like you have masculine energy just because you're super ambitious no you just need to get your shit together and i'm gonna just go and i'm gonna either do it on my own or when you do find a partner you get a partner that looks at it as like damn okay we both got drive you know what i'm saying yeah, don't like, raise men, raise your standards. Raise your standards, you know? <laughs> don't let nobody try to make you feel like, you know, you, you... But if you going dumb crazy, like, ignoring your kids and shit, I get it. <laughs> <laughs> like, get off work, girl. Get off work. Oh. <laughs> so, to bring it back to our childhood, I think that mm-hmm. black moms did end up making us masculine. Um, with the ambitious mindset, of course, um, and basically telling us, like, we really don't need a man. Um, also with the way we were dressed as well, because black women always felt as though they didn't want, um, their boyfriend, their husband to look at you. Oh, you're a child. You're a little girl. You need to look like a little girl. But sometimes they dressed us as little boys Mm. because they didn't want other, you know, other men or men in general to look at us Mm. at all. So I never really 
it wasn't until I probably got a little bit older that I had like bubbles in my hair and stuff like that. But I, I wasn't there allowed to wear weave, you know, at a certain age. It was like probably 18 when I started to get weave. Mm-hmm. Earrings, you know. I really wasn't in a lot of dresses. I was, I had J's and, and jeans and shit. Like, mm-hmm. that's really how, I mean, I look at my kid, my, my childhood pictures, that's how I was. And I did wear a dress because my grandmother put me in a dress. But that's right. that old school loving type shit. <laughs> so, Trying but, to get you right. Yeah, that's the same thing with my childhood, too. Like, my mother, they didn't really know what to do with my hair. Like, you know, I was, one day I had dreads. My mother was a hairstylist. So, one day I had finger waves on this side with long hair. So, I was just looking, I was just looking like, I was looking grown, basically. (laughs) I had weaves sewing, like, curls. But, again, I wasn't allowed outside. My parents did not play. But um, my parents did dress me, but for a long time, they didn't know what to do with me. Like, I would have really dark skin, so, like, colors, like, I would wear, like, orange and stuff. Mm-hmm. It would pop out. Like, they wouldn't really know what to do with me, but I wouldn't say it was feminine. Like, it didn't help me feel feminine because I used to always get called a boy at school. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, like, that yeah. shit was real. Like, um, they would be like, oh, you look like a little boy. And I remember just being like, I just, and, and, like, I basically embraced it. it. Was like, yeah, nigga, I am. What's up? Like, yeah, and that right trying there. to be a bully. You know what I'm saying? That's when we got basketball. And that's when we got. <laughs> I was like, yeah, nigga, like, what's up? Like, and niggas didn't bully me no more because I just was like, oh yeah, y'all think I'm a boy? I'm gonna start. And then I started doing my makeup, but that was long in college. For a mm-hmm. long time, I called myself a tomboy. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. That's because they black women um, wanted black little girls or young ladies to be so strong. They just wanted you to be that strong. They wanted you to be able to survive, to survive on your own, not knowing it was putting you in that kind of, yeah. Yeah, immediately. And it's crazy because, um, I think I told you this, I went out to eat recently and I met a lady and she was telling me about how she is very tough on her daughter. And when it comes to her son, she's like, oh, okay, shmooshy, mooshy, mooshy, whatever you need. We you can stay that. here till however, you know. And that's how Rose get reversed. And if you really look at it, like, when you watch, um, let's say, it's not, a, it's not real, but if you watch Power, you look at how Monet is portrayed as, like, this strong, independent black woman because her man was in, in jail. So mm-hmm. she had to hold it down, run a business and everything like that on her own. Mm-hmm. And you see how she treats Diana. Yeah. She talked to Diana like she was some bitch Trash. off the street. Like, you feel me? And wanted Diana to be so tough. And, and when Diana was liking Tariq, she was like, you ran over there like a groupie, but she's a girl. You yeah, know what I mean? She's like, she's supposed to be liking men. She's supposed to be all like, ah. And see, as women, we need to take that this that anger out. The, like, anger is always the solution in, in, um, in my community. Like, anger is always the first thing. Like, oh, she did this. Oh, I'm a da 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 Or I'm a, I'm a set her straight, but... Really, in a situation like that, if a, if you know your daughter is liking a man, speak to her. Let her know what what comes with liking a man. Like, do you know this? Like, help her. Like, you know what I'm saying? Instead of just always responding in anger or, like, just bashing her because now you're just repeating the cycle. 
you're mm-hmm. beating the cycle of anger, and now Diane, I don't watch Power, y'all, I'm so bad. Diana. Diana. <laughs> she's going to grow up, and she's going to be tough as hell, and she's going to be going through all this trauma, trying to unlearn all these things that Monet probably most likely put on her, because that's how a lot of women are with their daughters. And it's just weird, because it's like, you should, you should be tough on your men, because they got to... They get tough in this world. Like, they get treated dogs. And she's really nice to the mm-hmm. other son who is, like, he's a middle child. Uh, mm-hmm. What the hell is his name? Drew. She's really nice to him, and he turns out to be gay. Not saying anything wrong being gay, okay? Don't mm-hmm. try to cancel me. I'm just saying that he ended up being like that, being in his feminine because of look how his mother, you know? And then, like, the father comes around. The father's trying to make him all tough, but it's just it's just not going to work. You know what I mean? It's too late. Not even yeah. it's too late. Like, it's just, like, he... he, he he internalizes more with feminine energy already. So now anything that's against that is just going to look like you're you're judging him, you're bashing him. Like, you're trying to make him be somebody to, else. That's yeah, how he feels in the show. Already, you know? But I just, look, I don't have kids yet, but I know no matter what, like, I, I want a partner to raise my kid with because I want him to have balanced energy. A lot of times we don't have balanced energy. Like, again, our mothers are doing it backwards. They're babying the boys, and my mother really does baby my brother. I love my brother, you know what I'm saying? But she was very tough on me. Like, I, you know, like, you better do this, you better do that. I got my cars. But when it came to my brother, she bought my brother his all his cars. Like, I had to buy my cars. And then yeah, the son ended up growing up and looking for a woman that's going to be like that. And you know that's exactly how we get another reason why women are more in their masculine energy. Because you start to date, and these parents, these black women that grew us to be so tough, right and then baby and their sons their son has to go out and date in this world so they're either in the times out of 10 you know i mean they end up with a black woman okay unless they're successful but that's another thing um you end up with a black woman and you expecting this black woman to mother you to smother you and treat you like how your mother treated you because that's what you identify with as love you know so it's like when we're not doing that oh we're we're the you know we're the bad guy oh and whatnot, but in reality, it's mm-hmm. like you're supposed to be the man. It's certain things that you're supposed to do and take leadership with. So that's another reason why women are now in their masculine energy because of role reversal. You know, role reversal. I like to say, you know, I'm a little vulgar. I don't care, but I like to say that men want to be men want to be bad bitches, mm-hmm. and women want to have dicks. Like it just, it, you know what I mean? Like that's just what Pretty it comes down to. Pretty much. Like, and I also feel like on top of role reversal. It's a lot of times our inner self work that we have to do as well because sometimes we just don't know. Like, who showed us? Like, just like y'all, men have trouble tapping into that, um, well, shit, tapping into both feminine and masculine energy. Sometimes they mm-hmm. both, they have trouble with Men just here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm saying, like, you know, women have trouble as well tapping into, um, you know, feminine energy. Like, a lot of, it's so crazy how... If you're with the right person, if you're in a safer situation, your feminine energy will naturally just thrive. Like, and we were actually gonna, did you want to tell them what we were saying? Like, um, ways that we can show them, ways that we've realized our feminine energy. Yeah, yeah, we can um, do that. Ways that we Or we realize. can talk about, or we could keep talking about how, you know, we need to work on it. Because, honestly, it's being talked about a lot now. I'm starting to see buzzwords feminine energy like you know but i just hope that this is not something that's tainted like that's that's made into something else because we were talking about a certain person remember i'm not gonna say no names but (laughs) 
we were saying how like some people are teaching like fake feminine energy mm-hmm. just to manipulate another way and it's just like no we really want to unlearn certain certain things like my home like my girl right here she really did a test on dress colors remember like yeah. we really want to change our <laughs> lives like we really practice what we're preaching like we go to yoga but we're gonna get into that later i'm just saying like and, and the crazy part about um teaching people how to fake femininity to get a ring or whatever the situation may be the crazy part about it is that you can't hide who you are you know like if you if you were a, a wolf you're going to show you a wolf. You get what I'm saying? So you can pretend to be this feminine woman, wear all the dresses, get your makeup done, do these lashes, whatever. Talk like, oh, I love you so much. But when you get in that relationship and you feel like you secure that guy, mm-hmm. at some point you want to show you a motherfucking wolf. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Like it's but so long you can hide who you really are. Um, so, and then imagine that. Like um, imagine you, uh, a man tricking you, you know? Imagine a man I telling know. you all these years or, or months y'all went with talking that he going to take care of you. He going to do this. He going to do that. He's slinging that long thing. You know what I'm saying? You finally hit it and it's shmeet. And you know what's crazy? And he's a horrible person. That's really actually sometimes what always happens. Like, niggas be having a great front for like seven months, eight months. And around that nine, ten mark, he starts showing, he start asking you like, yo, like, what's good? Like, you, you... You, uh, you know, they start acting like they're not men no more. I don't really mm-hmm. want to, you know, get into detail with that because, again, like, we're speaking about more so tapping into our feminine energy, but I'm not trying to bash the men because I know some men be listening to this too, right, girl? Yeah, I do have men that listen, but I speak on mine. If you don't like it, you ain't got to listen. Brownstone said it, so I'm going to say it right now. Sometimes... <laughs> <laughs> To treat this like it's Netflix. If you don't like this TV, go TV show. Go on to another one. Yeah, switch off. Go on. But yeah, like I like I was saying. Honestly, I feel like most men will get comfortable in their masculine energy the more that we learn how to be more feminine. I honestly like not try to always take the lead, always solve the problem. Like it's okay, let him solve his own problems. Like we don't gotta baby these niggas because they want to be babies. Like, the crazy part is you would never survive in being like this one sounds so fucked up, but it is what it is. Men are women are not the same. I know we would love to think that we are equal, but we are not equal. You get know what I'm saying? And women thrive better in their feminine energy. Women thrive better when it comes to them having relationships, when it comes to them having, you know, families and everything like that. That's what we that's what we live for, you know? Yeah, so yeah. when a woman is in her feminine energy, she's automatically gonna blossom, you know. And when a man is in his masculine energy, he's gonna automatically be able to be that that man because they are hunters by nature. Mm-hmm. So if we happen to get in a relationship and the roles switch, right? And let's say I got I make more money than my husband and I'm paying for the bills, I'm taking care of everything, and I'm cooking and cleaning and whatever case it be. Mm-hmm. And I'm not gonna say clean. Let's say I'm taking care of everything as for paying the bills, right? Mm-hmm. And he's a, a a husband wife. I don't know what the hell you wanna call it. At home husband. Dad. Yeah, stay, stay at home, home dad. dad. Yeah, we can say that. Is but so long that he's gonna be able to do that and be comfortable. He's if gonna get mad. Really like if he really loves being a stay at home at home and dad and foul. A stay-at-home dad, I'm pretty sure, like, it's never going to get tired for him. It's never going to get... Unless the woman gets tired, like, damn, I wish my man would, I guess, like... Even if you love being a stay-at-home dad, you're going to learn that <laughs> when a woman is paying for everything, okay... Oh, oh, the scenario... You can't tell scenario, her. He's not paying for nothing. He's, he's just, not paying for shit. So he's a bum dad. 
He's a, yeah, oh, yeah. damn. Uh. Stay-at-home dad. I felt she just was talking about, like, stay-at-home dads, period. Not, um, <laughs> but, yeah. but if that's the case of what we call women that stay at home, that stay at home wives bums, because they don't pay for anything, but they take care of the family. No, because we're women. You take care of us. But if we're taking care of you, not only are we doing the role reversal, but you're, you're, you're taking advantage of us and you're a man. So I'm happy you said that. So back to the story. Um, so if he's the one that's that's not taking care of anything, and he's just well, he take care of the household, but he's not putting up no bills, and she is the one putting up the bills. I'm gonna tell you something about women and, and human beings. You can't tell a bitch where and how to go. If I'm the one paying the bills, I'm making the roofs over your head. I'm gonna tell you how you're supposed to be and treated. I think that was the problem. So yeah, but men, like I said, men are not gonna be able to handle that because they're not built to live in that feminine energy. So you're going to go and get and you're, someone. You're basically, yeah, you're basically forcing him into that energy. <laughs> yeah, basically. Or he could have forced himself because he didn't want to work or whatever the case would be. I don't, I don't know. No, you're right. But I'm, And I feel like most of the time I was literally forced into my mas- masculine energy because like she said, like, men will come into my life and act like, oh, she's a, she's an artist. Like, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Six good months, like, trying to, like, impress me basically, like, First of all, material things don't impress a real woman. You know what I'm saying? Like, money does. Not like no, oh, baby, I was, you know, a little small gesture does. But, like, you know what I'm saying? If you come and help me with my phone bill, that would make me feel better than you trying to, like, take me out on numerous bowling, you know, all these different outings. You Mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? Like, if you really want to be serious with me. And, like, let's, let's use the example of a serious relationship. Let's, this is not just casual dating. If I'm, like, literally paying for everything and we're in a serious relationship, you have, as a man, you should know, like, you're not ready for a relationship. Like, mm-hmm. you, you cannot, it's not even, it doesn't even make sense. So, a lot of the times, I was the only one working in my relationships. And, no, I used to blame men for a long time, the men that I was dealing with. But, who the hell would leave a situation where the shorty is taking care of everything? You know <laughs> what I'm saying? So, I had to understand, like, no, bitch, you wanted to stay in your masculine energy. He was like, okay, cool. And I was like, he was like, and he was mostly like, and I was looking for another mother anyway. And you should have some standards not to date him. Exactly. I don't give a fuck how nice But when we get is. in these situations because they want to be alone. Look at Vivica A. Fox. Yeah. Okay. What she said? You ain't see what happened to her? No. I so Vivica A. Fox was married, I believe, and she was dating a guy who was younger than her. Mm, and at the same time? No, that's who she. That's who she was married to, a young guy, and he didn't have his shit together, or whatever. I think he was like inspiring artists or something like that. I don't know. Right. And she ended up taking care of him. So they lived together. They was married, and she paid all the bills. She did everything, or whatever. And nigga ain't never make a hit. Nigga ain't never do nothing with himself. You know what I mean? And she just was taking care of him. And then as the nothing. years went on, mm-hmm. she ended up being this angry black woman towards him because it was like. I'm starting to resent you because, like, as a man, you're not getting up and doing anything, you know? <laughs> and I was talking to my friend, Boinky, last day. Shout out to Boinky. I was telling him, uh, you know, I do a lot of self-awareness. And I was thinking, like, you don't get a badge of honor for doing shit for niggas. Like, you just don't. <laughs> you don't get, like, a sticker. You don't get a trophy with your name. Like, thank you for helping me get this. You're the best girlfriend. When it's done, it's done. And you just, like, you just did all of that for nothing. You You actually lost. Like, so it's okay. You know, like I said... You live and you learn, mm-hmm. and no longer will I allow, you know, trying to be, like, super independent. Like I said, my hands don't work. Like, I'm not carrying <laughs> this shit. I'm not carrying you and your weight. I'm not carrying your bills. Shit, if I'm carrying my own bills, I'm definitely not carrying your bills. 
I'm going to say that because women love to make it seem like struggle. Black women love to make it seem like struggle is a badge of honor. Like, it's crazy. No one like, says thank you. I, I picked up all, <laughs> look, my man's in the house, but I carried all these groceries up the stairs by myself. Bitch, you look stupid. Yo, that nigga said it ain't help you. <laughs> stupid. Yo, I literally, for, yo, we going to get funny on this podcast real quick. I literally, I don't care because we raw, right? <laughs> Basically, I was turning 24, maybe 25, I think. And I literally flew me and my nigga out at the time. I'm so sorry. But basically, <laughs> flew us out to Miami. Basically, paid all the Ubers. Well, he paid some Ubers. But I'm just, I'm balling out on both of us for my birthday. Do you know how fucking backwards that is? Oh, the M&M is, M&M is for money by, uh, what the hell is her name? Uh, no. Passport Passport Cuddy. Mm-hmm. She talked about that in her episode, in her book. She was saying that she actually did the same situation that she was in. What? Like, the same exact situation. She had uh, took them to the club, him and his friends, paid for everything in on the club. On her birthday? On her birthday. I'm telling I you, we really birthday. real out here. Like, But you know what? And you know what happened? She mm-hmm. So before she started doing him, she was messing like this boss-ass dude or whatever in the book. And uh, when she had flew him out and everything like that, had the section and whatever, pop about all this on her dime. The dude that she was dating that was, like, bossed up, he was older, he was like, who you in the club with? She was in a strip club, but I think it was Magic City. Who you in the club with, whatever the that? She was like, them over there, but she was saying, like, she was embarrassed. And the guy was like, that's what you doing? Like, you like a clown. Like, you taking care of niggas, like. Embarrassing. You get no, you get no brownie <laughs> points for that. And, you know, like, I'm glad to hear, and, and stories like that, we'd be embarrassed to tell people, but it's empowering to hear, like, okay, I'm not the only one who did that dumb shit. Like, okay. <laughs> Because it will never happen again. But then y'all, 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 what men fail to realize and fail to understand, you know, to have a woman like that low-key is a blessing. Because mm-hmm. you know shorty going to hold you down. But you see, they be so lost in the sauce, they don't even see the blessing in that. They take advantage of it because they're truly at the pit of their hearts bums. They're at the pit of their hearts. Like, at the bottom <laughs> of their souls, they're bums. They can't even realize, like, damn, like, maybe I, I should, you know, maybe I should match shorty's energy because... Again, this is for if you're in a relationship, you know what I'm saying? Because if you're not in a relationship and you paying his bills, like, um, it's different. I'm That's not different. doing I, I don't give a damn if I'm in a relationship. Let me tell you something. Exactly. What Kevin said you said, I'm single to marry. I don't give a damn if I'm in a relationship. I'm Just not paying. I'm not paying nobody's I'm not doing shit. If we are married... Imagine being married. If yeah. I'm married... Because, you know, this is real life shit we talk about. Come on, I'm going to pour you up, girl. Thank you, girl. If... Okay. okay, so if I'm married and my husband just magically like happened to fall off, I don't know if he got injured or whatever case would be from working these hard ass jobs because he was getting this money, I don't know. And now he need me to hold him down. You feel me? That's different. I feel like in that situation, that's when your wife comes in. You get what I'm saying? And yes. she's supposed to be there for you. But I'm already a wife. You get what I'm saying? I'm already a wife, so You're I'm already, already... To the honor to my to yeah my to my yeah. So it's different at that point. And I wouldn't expect no man to marry a woman that they don't think can hold it down. You get what I mean? So, that's why I'm like, I would never tell a woman not to chase their bag, because you chasing your bag and, and going after your dreams, on on that, you know, on your pursuit of whatever the hell it may be, uh, yeah. you're going to meet your man, and he's going to either, yes. he's going to be inspired, not I'm saying inspired, but he's going to really love that you had that grind, you yes. know? But you got to learn when to put that shit up. Like, once you become a wife and you got kids, I don't know why the fuck you still out here trying to work five, six, seven jobs. You got a husband now, you know? Yes. But in that situation, yeah. that would be the only time that I would step in and be on some ride or die, got my cape on, because that's my husband. And husband, and see, that's a very much key word, because 
a lot of the times in dating, men try to use that, like, oh, okay, but, you know, relationships not always going to be, um, like, this post that went viral on Facebook, you know, Facebook always talking about our relationship, but it was, like, 50-50, you know, sometimes relationships are 84, don't get me lying, 60 to 40, or 80-20, it's never going to be, um, always 100-100, somebody's always going to be fell off, or whatever. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Niggas use that as an escape goat. To sh- depend on your girlfriend all the fucking time, like that'd be the problem for real. Like you, you're not. Don't say, oh, sometimes I'm gonna be up and you're gonna be down when you're always down. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like there's no fluctuation, so it's like you're forcing her to be masculine. Period. Because like there is no, like she said, if he was injured, okay. But y'all niggas be fully healthy. You know what I'm saying? I really so feel like, like that's the reason why I do not want to date young men. You know, and I think men, when men start making money and they're really in their prime is when they get older. When they hit their 30s, you know, like late 30s, that's when they, I'm going to say early 30s, mid 30s, late 30s, the 30s is where it starts to, <laughs> the 30s. <laughs> that, 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 dirty 30s um, is when it starts to show that they're they're going, you know, they're going to places and you get to see their potential and what they got going on, you know what I mean? So that's different. Like, I feel like men are in their prime at age. I don't think that women should be dating a man her age because he can't do shit for you. Like, mm-hmm. that's just how I, I feel about it. So if you're going to date somebody your age, like if I'm 23 and I'm dating a guy that is 23 and we move in together, I can't expect him to pay all these bills. Mm. You know what I mean? He's not there yet. You know, like that doesn't make sense. Like I, yeah. I wouldn't expect all these bills. So that's why I'm like, women, if, if that's the type of lifestyle you want to live, get you an older nigga. Like get you an older man and, and, and then, move in with him. And, and I agree with her. And yeah. that way you ain't got to worry. Yeah. And he done got all that out of his system. But dating these young dudes, they're going to always talk about, well, relationships ain't always 50-50. It's ain't even new and new and new. Like, I don't want to hear that shit, nigga. You think I'm about to give you, you know 80%? Crazy? You know what's crazy? I'm actually, I'm, I agree with her as well. But, see, my goal right now, because I'm single, of course. Well, I'm not going to say of course, but I'm definitely single. And Join I was speaking, you know what I'm saying? Cheers to that, you know. Single to marry. <laughs> single to marry. But I feel like age really doesn't do... I don't really feel- Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Oh, I was like, what is that? I heard, I heard my echo, I think. I think oh. that's right. Anyway, I feel like age really doesn't play the major part with me personally because it's so funny how you can meet a dude that's your age, maybe a year older, and he has more going for himself mentally, physically, like, um, financially, than a 33-year-old, like, for a fact, like, that's what it comes down to be a season. 
Yeah, I've met seasoned young men. I think it's more so about just realizing the man's mind. Because um, there are key red flags, like, not even red flags, but there are key terms that you can pick up when a man has wounded masculine energy, like, or a woman has wounded feminine energy. They'll say stuff that you could you could tell, like, or he'll say stuff like, well, yeah, my mother do. You ever had somebody come up to you and just say the wrong, craziest thing? I had a guy tell me why you can't help pay with the bills. I see my mother pay all these bills by herself and she had four kids and she worked two jobs. And I said, <laughs> and I said, uh, first of all, I ain't your mama. Uh, two, and you thought that shit was okay? Like, yeah. <laughs> why would I put myself through yeah, that? It was so many questions I need that. Like, why do your mama got four kids, ain't married, and where the fuck is your daddy? Do y'all all got the same daddy? Yeah. And why is she working two jobs? Where, who was babysitting, y'all? Yeah. Like, I just got so many questions. And you got to pay attention <laughs> to a nigga like that, too, because if he could watch his mother struggle, he'll watch you struggle. And I didn't notice that as well. Like, I was dating this dude who would literally watch his mother, like, croak her way to work. Like, she was so tired, and mm-hmm. he refused to work. Well, I think he was someone like, he was a child, and he seen this. That's what I'm saying. He was a child, and he seen this. They start to look at their mom like, yeah, she's like superwoman or something, and and that's yeah. the thing. Like we're humans. Like all this extra super shit you talking about, that's that's it's irrelevant. Not it's not. It's that's not real. You know what I mean? And the crazy part is, men. And I'm I'm not trying to be a sexist. Well, I am a sexist. I don't give a fuck. But um, men look up to their father. Men look at their dad as if he is Superman. You know, even if your dad's selling drugs, he he fucked up. Whatever the case may be, this is who you look to as. He is that guy. I want to be like my dad. And women are supposed to look like their mom. Women are supposed to look at their mom and be like, I want to be like my mother. Yes. But it's so backwards it's so now. Backwards. Because, hello, we don't have men and women in the same household. <laughs> so That's it's like, one. mommy is mommy, daddy, uncle, auntie, nephew. Mommy the village at yeah. this point. Like, mommy's the village. Yeah. And on top of that, like, if you think about it, a lot of the times, unfortunately, a lot of people, men and women, we're, we're growing up without moms or dads, like, because our moms, maybe our moms are too aggressive with us and we have a broken relationship there, or our dads didn't have a good relationship with us and now we have a, so now, think about all those people that are, are out here in the dating world or out here in the world that you have to work with as coworkers who didn't come from really no guidance. I know a couple of people who grew up, like, unfortunately, their dad passed away, their mom passed away, mm-hmm. and they had to fend for themselves at, like, 11, 12. Like, that type of shit. The streets raised them. Does, yeah, it does something to them. And, unfor- like, not even unfortunately, because a lot of those men, they the ones that really come out with money plans, business plans, like, when they put in the right situation and when they wake up to what's really real and what's really not. Like, working in a trap, like, you could be a really good businessman. You could be a really good CEO. Mm-hmm. Like That's because the be- growing up in the hood, um... It really, t- it really teaches you how to survive with motherfucking sharks. Like, growing up in the hood and in these environments, it teaches you how to swim with sharks and yeah. not get bit, bitch. Like, that's how it is. And so, we, in our notes, we were talking about how we're, women were always in survival mode. Yeah, I, mean, I, was, I was about to go back to the notes, too. But, mm-hmm. um, yeah, so women are always in survival mode. That's because they don't have... Um, I'm actually, why do you think women are always in survival mode before I even go into my opinion? Because <laughs> I was about to like, girl. Um, I feel like because we're really trying to survive. We're really trying to survive. Like, a lot of times, we we we, we don't feel safe. I mean, I'm a black woman. It's, it's a lot of times that I don't feel safe throughout the day, every single day. Whether it's a neighborhood I'm driving through and I'm like, 
we know this the wrong neighborhood for me to be driving through right now. Like, anything can happen. Like, and we laugh about it as black women, but it really is real. Like, so, then we have to, sometimes we don't feel safe with our men. They be hating on us. They be jealous of us. You know, they they want to belittle us. We don't feel safe in spaces with certain women. They talking shit about you. They smiling in your face. You turn around and you try to put your guard down with a certain woman and then you find out she got you in a group chat. Like, you know what I'm saying? We don't feel safe. And I feel like when you don't feel safe, what, what, mode, what other mode could you be in? You, you're trying to survive. Mm-hmm. Um, so I know I know one day it's going to be a beautiful feeling when I, when I can turn off my survival mode with a man, you know what I'm saying, that I love. And survival mode is not fun. You always got to be on. <laughs> like who the f- you know what I'm saying? You go to a new, you chill with a new group of girls. You like smoking in the uh. <laughs> you know when you are from a certain place, you just know how shit goes. You know how quick it can switch up. You know what I'm saying? Black women are the, are, are the bottom of the food chain, for real, for real. And to that's a lot of people, but we know we the highest. We the we the rep- representation of everything. Everything comes from us. Um. Yeah, yeah, I guess to a certain extent. I don't like know how fashion. That. Come on, like definitely fashion. Like our self confidence, our sassiness. Even bitches on TikTok. You know, not not bitches. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> Caucasian okay. women. They getting all. I, I heard. You know, I'm not really a TikToker girl yet, but I heard that when the black girls don't make the TikTok dances or the black community doesn't come up with the trends, there are no trends. Mm-hmm. They were bo- they were boycotting it. I feel like um, black people in general, we are trendsetters, but we're going to talk about black women as a whole. I think, yeah, they want to be like us. Of course, that's true. But when I say we're at the bottom of the food chain, it's because we're not we're not the most valuable. This is how society makes seem. We're not the most valuable. So you got the white, you got the white man. He's first, and you know they're gonna. He gets the most. He probably get the most jobs. Whatever case be, he probably okay, call the shots kind of situation like, in the society. Yeah, sense. in the society sense, of course. So then you have the white woman, and even if the white woman doesn't become successful, she still has that white man that's gonna build that foundation with her and build her family and, and take care of her. So white. she's secure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and she's and, and yeah, and she's secure in that aspect. And then you have the black man next, but. If we had the same situation, like how it probably was back in the day and how white people are, it's like, oh, our black men make it and we go with our black men and we good, but we're not like that. We too busy trying to go against them. Mm-hmm. So it's like they make it and then it's us. Yeah. You feel me? But because we trying to go against them, it's not t- all times out of 10, not times out of 10, I hate to say this, not all black men are trying to defend black women because they see us as, you know, confrontational. At times, and not to make this all about black women, but I'm, I mean, I'm black, so I'm I gotta black. talk about it. But that's what I'm um, telling people. Like, what else can I? Who else can I speak about? White women? Yeah. I'm so that that's what I'm saying. We yeah, at the I'm bottom of the women. we at the bottom of the food chain because of that point of it. Like, we're trying to compete with. We feel like we against every fucking body. You and know you what know, I mean? And other cultures, like other, like for example, white women, they don't compete with their men. They are more than happy to sit in that feminine energy mm-hmm. and to allow the man. So that's why, you know, a lot of black men, they they desire Caucasian women. They desire women of other ethnics, foreigns, if you must. And, you know, we're just the we're just the confrontational ones. But guess what? We are we come from you like and we know your story more than anybody. So at the end of the day, like masculine or not, we, we can. We can't, like, I think I saw a meme, girl, where, <laughs> and I was like, whatever, I just kept scrolling, but I saw a meme where it was like, oh, Kanye West need a black woman right now on his hip. 
he keep going a different white woman, but he need a black woman. Because a lot of people associate us as being able to handle the most pain, mm-hmm. handle the most broken man. And I just saw mm-hmm. that post. I was just like, we're not doing that anymore. We're not doing that anymore. We're not uh-huh. being... Brittany, take him. Yeah, <laughs> please. Go handle... Uh, uh, what Kim say? His his actions are making me feel um, emotionally distressed. Yeah, girl. We get emotionally distressed by things every single day. Especially <laughs> men. You know what I'm saying? So, good luck. But, again, like, we are the women that, that, that hold you guys when you're going through. Like, we understand. We get it. So, we don't need to be at the bottom of the food chain. But those real men who are able to, like, stand up in their in their masculine energy and see the strength in us, see the feminine in us, they be cuffing them. LeBron got him a, ki- a queen. Yeah, but she don't act like... It, I don't really know how she act, but she black. You talking about Gabby Union, right? No, who the fuck is no. LeBron's wife? Who's LeBron's wife? LeBron I don't do basketball. <laughs> Me either, but I just know LeBron's wife is, um, I forgot her name, but she's always dressed in really nice. Like, she a black woman. But uh, Gabrielle, you can go with Dwayne Wade. Okay, well, let's look at Dwayne Wade. Let's look at, uh, what's the nigga, uh, Steph Curry. Yeah. Um, okay, who, yeah. who else? Um, who else can we think of that, that's married to a black woman? Jay-Z. Um, Jay-Z. Um, what's Sierra's husband name? Uh, um, um, Russell. 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 Okay, so Russell. we're going to talk about some black successful black men mm-hmm. that are married to black women that happen to be yes, successful, whatever like case may be. What do they? What qualities do they demonstrate? I'm gonna say they are not masculine at all. Right? Yes. Like they are not. They don't have the bitch. You got me fucked up. But but then again, we don't know. Sierra probably if she gets tight, she'd be like, first of all, shut the fuck up. I That's different though. Way. It's different it's compared to how our approach is. You know what I'm saying? It's still feminine. But you also got to just see how they how they carry themselves in the media. Like they're not confrontational. And even when you watch like video, if you watch videos of Let's say them even walking. Something so Grace simple walk. of them walking. Yeah, they walk gracefully. But let's say them Beyonce and Jay Z. How many times do you see Beyonce walking in front of Jay Z? How many times have you seen Sierra and Russell walking and she's in front of uh, Russell and she's like, "Come on, nigga." Yeah, I get it. You don't see that. You know what I'm saying? It's either they walking next to each other or she's holding his hand and he's in front and he's leading her. Yeah. So those are little signs that those women that are black women that made it like that is because they knew how to fall back and be and be feminine. Like, even when you look at uh, Gabrielle Union and Dwayne Wade, he stepped out and had another, a whole nother kid on her. Now, I'm not saying it's okay. I'm never going to... If you love... If, if, you, if you like it, I love it. That's what we say. But, yeah, I'm not saying it's okay, but you just see the way she carried that whole situation. She didn't be she like... She didn't post a screenshot. Yeah. It wasn't all like, I'm about to fight that bitch. You know what I'm saying? It was a whole different approach with it. And then she was like, you know what? I'm going to make money off of this. Like, now I've secured my husband. I'm going to write a book. And she spoke about it in her book. And she spoke about how she felt and what she was going through. You know what I mean? So, it is completely different. Black men will love to be with black women. I will hope so. I believe so in my motherfucking heart. Okay, I wish, I wish upon a star. That is where you want to be, okay? Because there's no place like home. But until we are able to live in, in our feminine then they can never drive in their masculine. And it all boils yes. down to, and I hate to blame the, the black woman, but black women are, are to blame for this shit because you raising your daughters to be like niggas and you raising your <laughs> sons to be like bad bitches. And this yeah. is what happens, you know, like, and unless mm-hmm. a man goes out in this world and experience... Not the bad bitches. I just noticed what she <laughs> said. She said they raising the men to be bad bitches. Like, yes, <laughs> the men are walking around like, yes, me... Yes, do you deserve me? What, what can you bring to me? Like, you I'm know what the I'm saying? 
Because my mother said... I need to get food out. Crispy or, or fried. <laughs> baked or whatever. You know, I don't know. Like, Listen, honestly, I know for a fact I was raised to, to not need a nigga, not need nobody. And that shit, I had to switch it all up. And I'm glad I did. Because now I feel like I'm doing things to tap into my feminine energy. And I'm, you know, you don't even need a man per se to tap into your feminine energy. Like, I go to the gym and I tap into my feminine energy when I stretch and things like that. I just, more softer, you know. Like, mm-hmm. I, I can be strong and 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 feminine at the same time. Like, I don't have to true. be so rough. And a lot of the times, like, we think that shit is cute. We really think it's cute because men do like it. Like, you can say what bums. you want, like, you know, especially bums. Like, <laughs> yeah, you ever wonder why that di- that dude that you know that's always got his girlfriend calling him and threatening him and busting his windows out and, you know, trying to fight him upside his head? Like, you ever wonder why he don't leave? Because he like that? Because he loves it. Like, you know why? Because he, he, he got his ass booked as a child by his mother. He think that's love. He think it's mm. to get his to get his ass whooped. He associates you can't sit him down. Use. Yeah, you yeah. can't sit him down and say, honey, I'm disappointed in you. You got to be his ass in order for him to get And you know what's so crazy about what she just said, too? I was dating this. I, I, I was in this relationship. He would not get the point unless I started screaming at him. Mm-hmm. And I would notice that, like, when I would talk regular, he'll get real tough, like, I would talk to him regular, like, you know, like, I really feel like, no, because da 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 But when I would get buck with him and, like, scream at him, he like, all right, you know what, yeah, I'm scared of this. I'm like, so one day I was like, do you like this? <laughs> I was like, do you like that I'm screaming at you? Like, why do I have to get to the top of my, to, to get respect? He like, you know what, you right. Like, That's like, what his mom was telling him. And I'm just like, <laughs> what the fucking sick type of thing am I in right now? Like that is not where the, the way the way to be. Like, you do not want to deal with that. So, like, um, I want to ask a question. When did you realize that you were more in your masculine energy, or you had to work on your feminine energy? What happened? And then we're gonna talk on how to heal it activity okay, that we can do. What happened, girl? <laughs> Everything happened. <laughs> no, but. I really, I I didn't notice it in any other aspect other than my relationships. Like, all of my romantic relationships were, like, failing drastically. Like, or I would always feel so heavy with, Mm -hmm. like, responsibility. Not even money-wise, girl. It was, like, a lot of the times I just, I felt as though, like, I was just always trying to teach somebody or, like, help somebody. And it was just, like, no, like. Because I, I was accepting people from where they were. Like, I understand why women, you know, they're being more strategic, get an older man, finding things. But, like, I'm the type of person, if I met you in the mall, we bumped, oh, my God, we dropped our sandwiches together. And now we're talking and we're texting and we're going out, like, you know, and you're putting up What this kind of cart. bags did he have in his hand when you met him at the mall? He didn't have any bags. He oh, was just, red side. He was just running to <laughs> the bathroom in the mall. Up, he's and above. Like, oh and then he's like, let me take you off to dinner. And then he takes me out to dinner, and then we're going to the movies. And now all of a sudden, he's at my house. And then he's at my house for, like, two weeks, every weekend. And then, like, we're just always together. And then, like, four months, five months in, he doesn't have a job. I think he never had a job. He probably didn't. We bumped into (laughs) each other at the mall. But this is, you know, this is the problem as well. Like, sometimes you... (laughs) Sometimes you think, like, yeah, like, I am... I'm, 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 I'm showing love. I'm showing love, but no, you're actually walking in masculine energy. Like, you're trying to take care of a nigga. It's not showing love at some point. Like, it's not. So, I 
know I'm speaking to somebody because I wish somebody would have told me straight up, like, girl, the girl, well, I that speak is not it. love. That's not support. Don't let him tell you you're supporting me. Like, no. Oh, 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 oh. Here's the best one. Mm-hmm. Why can't you just wait until I get my shit together? And when I get my shit together, I promise you, you're going to be all right. I just need you to wait. Can you wait for me? I'm sick of the word wait. Baby, do time wait? <laughs> yo, yo, oh, what about, I'm, I'm just waiting on this one check. This one check and everything's going to be different. My business is going to flourish. I'm going to be CEO of the business, top 500 co- uh, companies. You waiting for a check, so why? You know, it's just pay attention, y'all. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> y'all think I'm playing, but, you know, I really no, have a tap you about to get mad. You was like, really? Everything going to flourish with that check? So it is females out here. This is a whole fucking group, you know, 
and they are going after high value men and they are practicing dating up so that's what's the goal the goal when they date up is to marry a man that is of of a higher statute in them so it's social status um financial status or whatever and these women that are practicing female hypergamy they don't give a fuck that you're married their goal is to take you from your wife if they have to you know what i'm saying it's kind of like a a, a whole book you You get what i'm saying yeah what'd you say (laughs) <laughs> no, I was just rebuking that on my life because you never know. Was my taking your man? <laughs> Not even that. You just hear something and you start thinking about it. Like that is just every woman's fear, you know. Like and and so that's nothing they talk about when you um when female people people that are into female hypergamy. Um, shout outs to Shira Seven. She's the goat. Um, Shira Seven talked about like in order to keep your your husband for ending up leaving you for somebody else, you got to get you a way older guy. That we're if he dates somebody younger than you, it's gonna look like a pedophile. So she teaches you the whole it. game because the only way that most times men will leave their wife is for a younger woman because they want to, you know, wow. it's like them getting a sports car. But it's like I don't want to date a nigga. See, I tried. All right, so let me tell you, I tried. Okay, because I feel like I am very mature for my age. I don't mm. know if if it comes off in the way I speak when I meet certain men, but I always attract like thirty six. 35, 34, and I try to go on these dates with these older men, and it's always just not it. You know what I'm saying? I don't know whether it's because I look really young. Mm-hmm. So next to an old nigga, it's just like people always stare at us. Like I went with this one dude on a date. We just went to like Chili's or something, and he was just really old. You know what I'm saying? He didn't look old. He was really nice. He was like a professional fighter. Like he was very interesting. But, like, it was, like, dating my dad. My dad even is old, but he looks very young. So, I don't like niggas that look close to my dad's age. Like, I like the young niggas. Bring me the nigga that's my age. We could both be 26. You could be 27. And just be about your shit. Like, that's what I'm... I hope when God says to me, my man, he's not 45. I don't want to die with your will and stuff. I'm okay. <laughs> I do. I got my own shit. <laughs> I want to die with your will. I don't want to die with your will because... I just want to be able to see you, look at you, you you know, use your tools without, you know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, I feel like 30s isn't old. You know what I mean? Like, 40 and up, that's kind of old, you know? But the young know. dudes that's getting money, they come with some shit, and they ain't and trying they to come, be... And that's the problem. They always come with some shit, and that's the problem. I mean, if you was, if you became rich right now... I would be a great... Yo, I, a nigga would be blessed to cuff me. Uh, we gonna work on your mindset. <laughs> I'm just saying, like that's the. I'm just saying, like if but I was if a you had, if you was a millionaire right now, yeah. you think that you would just settle, like not settle, like as in a bad thing, but like be married and all these. Like, would you want to experience everything life has to offer with the, with the See, money? My thing is, I would want to experience it, but I'm just being, I'm just speaking because I know a lot of people think like me as well. I wouldn't mind experiencing it with a partner. If mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not saying I wanna. He ha- he's living off of my experiences. That's different. Mm-hmm. Like, you're just here because I'm doing it. Mm-hmm. I'm saying, like, say, for instance, you know, we was talking about how our dream place to go is Greece. But, mm-hmm. you know, it's out <laughs> with the White Houses. Say we go there, girl, and I meet the man of my dreams right there. And now we traveling everywhere. That's what I would, mm-hmm. I would like to do. If it doesn't happen like that, of course I would do it by myself. But, like, having a partner that Jack I have memories with is, is fire. So if I was a millionaire... First of all, I wouldn't tell nobody I was a millionaire unless I, everybody knows. Mm-hmm. But I'm not going on the dates like, yo, I'm a millionaire. What's up? Like, no, I don't think men are going on dates like I'm a millionaire. But um, men yeah. are di- men want different things than we want. Mm-hmm. So 
I feel like if a man at a young age end up being rich like little baby, like yeah, he may love Jay, Jada, Jay, whatever her name is. Oh, okay, but, that's what you mean. But he's like, gonna dip and dabble, he's gonna cheat, he's gonna explore the world because it's he's like curious now. Yeah, he's curious now because he can do all the things that he couldn't do before and the more money a man makes, the better the women and the more attractive yeah, okay, he so is. Now I see what you're saying. You're you know basically saying? saying like you find a man your age and he becomes a millionaire, he's going to want to do more things mm-hmm. than, say, as for an older man who's already lived life. Yeah, he'll be okay. He might be okay <laughs> with it just being you and him. Now, if he traveled by himself and, let's say, he on tour or whatever case may be and some bitch might throw him the kitty, I ain't going to say he ain't going to cheat on your ass. Yeah. He might because and then they, you, you got options because you got this money now. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's a different type of category with what you might have experienced. I ain't gonna lie. You know what All right, so when you think about it like that, like, I'm single right now, so if I was to get rich right now, I would keep my options open, if that's what you said. Yeah, because like, you're, you're about to, you, you're about to Because I'm, I'm in a different, I'm on a different level. Exactly. you yeah. about to be seasoned. It's like, yeah. and when I say seasoned, I don't even think I explained it. When I say seasoned, it's like, seasoned is you experiencing the world, you experiencing different people, you experiencing yeah. different things, where it's like, I kind of, it's kind of like, um, what's the fucking... The, the damn book when we was younger we used to read uh what you call it when she was like oh this porch is cold this porch is, you know what I'm oh, saying? Oh, oh, yeah it's like is it going in the three years i think so but it's like that it's Golden like Lock. you want to you want to jump on each bed you want to yeah. make sure each bed and i'm not saying fuck everybody yeah you just want to do more things you want to you want to because at your fingertips why not yeah. you know See, and, and the thing is with me is too, like, my mom, my birth mom, she always told me, don't ever marry for love. Marry a man that's going to always take care of you. Yeah. And, but you see how you say, yeah, see, I took that. I was offended when she said that to me. Because what we look for, what they look for is different. It's different. And I wish, I'm saying I was a child. You know what I'm saying? See, some of these things you don't learn till you get older. And it's like, you could be in denial all you want, but life is just going to keep <laughs> sending <Yeah>. you L's. <laughs> Smacking you down because you want to, oh, I want to, it just don't work like that. Like, so, so I understand now what they mean because you can have a man take care of you and, and you can find love at the same time, but never the other way around. Like, never Once just again, love it comes no, back no down stability. to how we were raised because other races, they, they get the memo, but yeah. the women that raised us. Um, not because we were raised, my mom wasn't like that, but you know, um, other moms were like that. They were so much of like the, you know, Get, get your money, do your own thing, fuck a nigga, you don't need a nigga for shit, and it puts you in that mind frame where it's like, why do I need you? Why why are you here? I can do it. I can do it on my own. Mm-hmm. And that's what you end up with. You end up with that. So, And that's why a lot of women, like you heard me reading um, from a listener earlier, and she called me fucking mom, and I'm like, I'm 25. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you know yeah. what I mean? But those, those, huh? <laughs> I'm just rebuking stuff over here. <laughs> <laughs> rebuke that. You're not moms yet, y'all. But those are, those are situations where it's like, her mother didn't teach her how to a be feminine, b what the fuck to look for, see what men think, and what is out here in the world. You know, like yeah. they, they didn't teach them that. So she hearing me, and she's like, "Oh shit, it's a woman telling me that yes. I could I could have whatever I want. I gotta be confident. I gotta have standards, and this how I treat a man. And this how I do this." So yeah. it's like, "Oh, you're my mom." You know what I mean? So we really have to reteach us, we reteach teach us all. Yeah, all reteach ourselves and the things that you know. It's what to our life, like, when it comes to rebuilding your feminine energy. So, you can do things like what you say, yoga. You can do things when it comes to exotic dancing, mm-hmm. um, like pole dancing, you know, seductive dancing, things like that. Um, what else? Meditation. Yes. Um, learning, learning new things through, like, books and things. 
a couple of books that are helping me right now. The Four Agreements, that is a beautiful book to learn how to just not take things so personally, not not go through life with so angry. Um, and I'm sure there's a lot of feminine books as well. I didn't really look it up as much, as many, but like when I think of sp- uh, feminine energy, I'm thinking from more of a spiritual standpoint. So I'm, I'm also reading this book called Changes That Heal. And um, Changes, I don't know who the author is. I can't remember. But it basically speaks of certain tactics that you can use to help you with those walls that we put up when when it comes to our childhood and things like that we we actually don't realize just how many things that we're reacting of from our childhood like not even from things that happened previously like we're constantly reliving Mm -hmm. our past when we refuse to like be aware of these things so Mm -hmm. i do like twerk dance classes oh my goodness i'd be feeling so baddie up in there um (laughs) I like, you know, um, I'm definitely doing a lot of meditation. Stretching makes me feel really feminine and just soft. I'm surrounding myself with less black. I was like, a black is my favorite color. Let's just get that straight. But I've been doing a lot more pink. Pink has been making me feel like really Mm -hmm. girly and cute. So got the pink. Just trying new colors, bringing new color energy into your life. Um, Mm -hmm. Lime yellow. Lime yellow. Lime green and, like, yellows and things like that. You know, dressing a certain way because, again, the way we dress really determines our energy um, to men as well. Like, mm-hmm. And not even just to men, for ourselves. Like, sometimes, you know, when you when you put on a pretty dress from wherever you bought it from with some heels, get your hair done, your lashes done, your makeup slate, don't you feel like the baddest girl to walk the planet? Like, you know, you feel that energy. And any you're man... Less, you're, you're not going to get into a fight. <laughs> you're not gonna attract bitches that wanna fight you okay oh, but yeah, yeah. but you're yeah. not going to want to get into a fight cause it's like do you see how I look like yes. you know, if you go to the club and some and some and some sneakers and some jeans and whatnot, it's yeah, like you got it. nothing to lose it's like <laughs> I, I didn't put no I didn't put no uh, you know effort into my look I could beat your ass right now bitch <laughs> you know nails not done yet lashes not in yet <laughs> what's up bitch I'm the hawk <laughs> <laughs> my name's Tyrone I can't Beat your wife. Ain't no niggas in here. Ain't no niggas in here. No, they Cause scary. you a nigga. <laughs> it's scary. Okay. I used to hang out with this girl. She always wanted to fight the niggas. We was like going on double dates with. <laughs> What's the point? Yo, that's like what Kevin said. He was doing a mm-hmm. fucking interview. And, um, not interview. Oh, you know how people be calling into his um his his trying uh, to invest himself. Yeah. And, and it was this bitch. She, she her name was Big Shirley. <laughs> and he was, she was saying, "I'll fuck you up, Kevin, with your gay ass." He was okay, Big Shirley. <laughs> oh my god, wait. Is that the reason why he says says Shirley? Yeah. He was, you know what's crazy? See, this is the thing about social media. Sidebar. They always make you think, like from a from a clip, that something is something else. I thought he was calling black big women Shirley. Like he was just like when he saw a big woman, he would call, like con, like call them Shirley. Like as in like well, she was she was a big black woman, um, but she was, she was like trying to fight him. him and she was yeah. trying to fight him. So yeah, so that's why he's doing it because she was trying to fight him when she was being aggressive. Mm-hmm. I thought he was literally like any black woman who's big. Mm-hmm. He would call them oh big Shirley. <laughs> I didn't know it was a context. But to when it. you have okay, side note, this is off topic a little bit. But if if you were Kevin Samuels and you were talking about, um, you know what he talks about, what he stands for, and him saying, okay, but well, what's your weight and how do you look and da 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 da. If you was a big bitch, would you feel comfortable? Like you would automatically be on defense going on his thing. So yeah. then, 
you would be threatening him and everything like that, and, and he would end up being thing. called people Big True. Yeah, people always want to call people's, like, don't call into someone else's show trying to, like... I just, say all the time, you don't look for validation through no man. Like, yeah. I don't know why y'all call him and ask him for his because fucking his opinion. Because self-esteem. Exactly. Self-esteem. I would never call that man and ask what him. What do I look like? That's like a, them dudes on that podcast. Like, we hate dark-skinned girls. I think they said... Fresh and fit. Yeah. I like fresh and fit. Um, I think they was like, we... But I didn't like that Clippers, comment. And, and the Clippers. Yeah, night riding and shit. That's I didn't like, like that. That's like me going to them and being like, what's up, boo? They don't respect me already. So what the fuck am I trying to, like, get 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 love or get, like, attention from niggas who don't... who are, Who've already made it very clear that they don't respect women who look like me. So it's like, women who do that, it's just a self-esteem thing. They just wanted to hurt their feelings that night. Mm, I I, that's know. what I think. I don't feel like fresh and fit wouldn't date a black girl. No, no, no. I'm not... Because let me tell you something. I'm biased, y'all. I don't watch their podcast. I literally saw the clips. So oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't, okay. I don't know anything. I'm pretty sure they're pretty dope men. All I saw was the Night Rider comment, which was said. Like, it was very disrespectful. Yeah, it was, it was very disrespectful. But and I hate when he does, um, like, what's his name? Um, um, uh, not Fresh. I think it's. I don't know which one is which. Marvin, I don't even know Melvin. Yeah, Melvin, Marvin, light skin one. Um, that oh, he's the one that looks like a lizard. Yeah, he's working for the FBI. <laughs> uh, I don't like the comment that he makes when it comes to when it's a black woman on there and she's feminine or she might be quiet. She's not so loud and rowdy. He's like, you're not like the rest of them. Yeah, I hate that shit. It's, it's like you're you're my token nigga. Yeah, he's you know, one of those. like he's one of those. Dark as hell, but over here trying to like put stigma on us. He's one of those. Don't like you're black, sir. Like, like definitely black. You look like you're tan, but you're purposely and it's like you know i don't like that i don't like it at all it's given i hate women who look like that it's given like those white people who be like oh my gosh you know like you're 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 actually one of the good ones like you know what i'm saying like nah yeah i mean i don't ever seek validation because niggas like that they just be mad that they can't even talk to women who look like us like who are dark who are black like we, we just hold a certain standard about ourselves and we call dudes like those lames. I call them lames. Like anybody who says, Oh, you're not like one of those. You're yeah, lame. I don't like the comment of they're not like um uh well, again, yeah, I don't know them as people. Know. As characters I don't people, know them as, as people friends, either. Be but cool. I watch <laughs> I do watch their content. Mm-hmm. Um I did reach out. We were talking about Megan on there before, whatever. Um Oh shit, um, my bad, y'all. So my opinion, I, I feel like the nigga Lane, get me on the show though if you want to though. I really hurt your feelings for real. I really hurt your feelings for real. But overall, though, overall though, I do think that they have, I don't like the comment he made about black girls, but I understand the comment that he made about black girls. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, Because it's a real thing. It's, it's, he made kind of like, oh, shenanigans and this, this, and that, like. When you always dealing with that attitude and you always around them, like the girls that come on these shows, about the girls that come, um, the girls that come on, we're going to wrap it up soon. The girls that come on, that come on, on their show, it's like, yeah, they pick them though. No, they don't. They don't pick them girls to go no, on the show? Well, they, they just don't. pop up. These girls will hit them up like, can we come on? They don't do their research. They just be like, all right, come on. Like it doesn't be in, in, in the, the people that's on the mic, fresh and fit, they don't. They're not picking the people. It's some nigga named Chris. Chris, I don't know his fucking name. But behind the scenes, he's the one that's picking these girls. All of it is foolishness. I just feel like if you have a platform... They always want us to come out of character. Yeah, yeah. You, if you have a platform, you will be known. You will be remembered. You will be 
um, always remembered for what you display on your platform. Like mm-hmm. that's why I kind of like social media. Like I used to like think it was a little too vulnerable for people. Like we can see everything in your life if you allow us to type of thing. But then again, I want to see what what certain men really feel and really think. Like mm-hmm. get more men on podcasts because I just I would love to know like. Get what, men that what, ain't broken. Yeah, like, get more whole men, I guess. But even if the broken men, show us that you're broken so we can stay far away from you. Like, I'm pretty, <laughs> sure, I'm pretty sure he put his foot in his mouth for a lot of opportunities when he said that comment about women. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, it's just, you know, use your platform in the in the best of ways. Yeah, and my um, my homeboy, he loves them. And like like I said, I watched the con. Well, I used to watch the content. He made the black girl comment, mm-hmm. um, about like it was the Night Riders for me. That was the it part. It was that the Night like, Riders for me. Like it was I, like I, I what? Was, <laughs> you know, it's one thing you we always hear. Oh, I don't date dark women. Oh, I only like uh dark women or light light skin. You know this whole thing. But it was the like mockery for me. It was like it was like really a little offensive to any woman of of like color. I don't want to say woman of color, but anybody. I hate woman. that too. But yeah. yeah. So that was my thing. It was like, okay, um, yeah, I like what you talk about here and there, and yeah. I get to see a different point, but I will never be on your show yeah. just because of the fact that I'm black. Like, that's just what it is. And that's and how you truly feel in your yeah, heart. That's you, how I truly he, feel. And the one thing, real quick, I know we talk about him too much. We wasn't even supposed to get, but I don't like how serious he be when he be talking about it too, like when he be saying everything like he don't like about women in general, mm-hmm. not even just black women. Women are allowed to say that they want sex. But when we tell them that we want sex, they don't give it. So we have to find other ways. Go to the bathroom, men. I'm telling you, men. Remember he did that video? The lights can do, right? He did, yeah, he did a video, like, telling niggas, like, if a girl, if, if you bring a girl to your house and she doesn't have sex with you, go to the bathroom and act like you're on the phone with another girl and tell her, hey, another girl's coming through, you gotta go home, and then she'll try, to, she'll have sex with you. Lame. That's you're what lame. little girls do, though. You're a little, yeah. You're, little you're, girls would be like, oh, oh he's gonna have somebody else. Like, okay, I, let me get my shit. Be upstairs. I got to go. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like I, it's just a, it's a number of reasons why I don't, you know, support that. But shout out to them. A lot of people will, you know. Yeah, yeah, everybody got that. It's like church. Everybody right. got their own church that they can go to yeah. that they like. You know, what I mean, you like your preacher, and that's it. And that's what fine it is. with me. Yeah, but the Night Riders was definitely a no bow for me, and um, that's that. And that's just that because <laughs> it was ridiculous. For real, it really was. Um, I don't like lizards. so. I don't like lizards. <laughs> we all got preferences. Ain't that what he said? That's just my preference. It's I don't like preference. niggas that resemble animals. <laughs> that live in the desert. <laughs> you got my damn nerve. That's just my preference. <laughs> oh my god! I like dark skinned men. <laughs> I like my men burnt. I ain't even gonna lie. That is definitely my preference. Um, but you know, it is what it is. Uh, what was I about to say? I was gonna say, um, we're about to close this out, and I was gonna say, what do so you think? Fun. It was definitely fun. We have to we had to do this again. Yeah. Um, I think when this shit aired, uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but um, mm. I was gonna say, what do you um? What would be your advice to younger women, um, not so much of black, just women in general, when it comes to femininity or, yeah, when it comes to femininity because their parents didn't show them or mom didn't raise them or whatever case may be, what would be your advice to them? Um, my greatest advice that I would want to tell a young woman of any race, basically, look within, look within. Mm-hmm. The answer is not in someone else at all. Um 
The answer is literally within. If everything that you don't know, you start by asking yourself, what do you want to know? What do you feel like? Like, what do you feel like went wrong? What do you feel like you struggle with as um, when right. it comes to this feminine energy? What do you want to feel like? Um, how do you want to display it? And then if you don't know where to go, you research it. You learn about it. You read about it. You indulge about it. You follow hashtags. You you go on Twitter and you hashtag about it. You go on. You just you learn as much as you can. But it doesn't start from there. It starts from inside and then you go outside and you go ahead and you find ways. You find communities that are teaching you, that are displaying the same things that you want. Okay, so like like we said, like um for example, I found a community with my Turk my Turk fit or um, you know, just going out with my friends and whatever. I was able to know that I wanted that because I researched it. I'm like, you know what? I want to dance more. Like, I want to be around mm-hmm. women dancing and having fun. And lo and behold, I'm scrolling on Facebook, and boom, a class comes up. And I'm just like, you know, when you're looking for something, it'll come. So mm-hmm. you can't look for something that you're not aware of. So my thing would be to look within, um, really ask yourself some hard questions, make some hard realizations. Because, you know, sometimes it's very embarrassing when you're walking in your masculine energy and a lot of things aren't going right for you because mm-hmm. you're not you're not working in the flow. Mm-hmm. You're not you're not aware. Either. You're not even you're not even aware of where the where the disconnect is. And, yo, I know some women who are of all ages mm-hmm. that have still not been able to put themselves back in the flow. Mm-hmm. So a lot of our, us young women, again, she's 25, I'm 26 and we're getting it. Like we we're, we're striving to get it, mm-hmm. and I commend us. So, on my podcast, we do ghetto snaps. How would you get them? <laughs> <laughs> so that's my advice, y'all. Like basically, just you know, do what you want to do because femininity is different for everyone. Um, yeah. And yeah, just don't join the trend. Be about it in real life. Don't be fake <laughs> to get the ring. Don't be fake <laughs> to get no ring because you're not gonna be happy being fake. That's why I love <laughs> just being genuine. I can tell she's genuine. <laughs> she can tell I'm genuine. You know, like be yourself. It's the easiest thing. To, it's the easiest way to I be. I say it all, own own who you are. You own know what I mean? Own who you are. That way you can own every room you walk in and can't yes. nobody hurt you or use anything against you. And that's my motto. But um, I just think when it comes to getting into femininity and, you know, working on it. There's so many books out here you can read. There's so many YouTubers. I mean, some of the motherfuckers is fake, but there's so many YouTubers that you can... Mm -hmm. (laughs) There's so many YouTubers that you can, you know, just watch their stuff, read their books, learn about, learn about yourself. And, and, and always I'm very strong on writing down what you don't like about you, Mm -hmm. that you think that you need to fix and either embracing that part of you and saying, fuck it is me or changing it. Like that's really what it comes down to um, overall. And another thing that I'm real big on when it comes to femininity is stop talking like, all right, you got us here, right? Yeah. And we're giving you advice on femininity and and everything like that and what it's like to be a woman and how it is today and things like that. Well, guess what? We didn't just come up with this shit out the crack of our ass. We experienced it, right? We read books and everything like that. Okay, that's cool. But if you really want to know what you're doing wrong in the feminine department, ask a man. Yes. Like, it's going to sound crazy as hell, but ask a man. Your dad is there. Ask your damn dad. If you ain't got a dad, you got brothers, uh, best male best friends, uh, male friends, whatever. Anything. Ask them, you know what I mean? And, and watch. And if they have a, a girlfriend that they've been with for a long time, watch how they are, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? I would say ask your grandma, but our grandmas is young nowadays, and they ain't showing they up ain't the right shit either. They, 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 
glam glamour. They glamour. Yeah, so we can't don't ask them, but ask a man. A man will gladly tell you where and how the fuck you had him fucked up, and um, <laughs> you can work on that from there. You know what I'm saying? So it is. But yeah, it even time. if you even if you go through that as well, take that into consideration and then make those hard realizations too, because you got to be like, all right, he said I did that, but where do I know too like that I really. Oh, so I'm not gonna ask a man I'm dating. Oh yeah, because they just gonna manipulate it. Yeah, they gonna manipulate anything that's aware. (laughs) Yeah, they gonna manipulate you. I'm I'm not even gonna do that. But I'm saying like a male, you know, your dad or your male figure. Shout out to my dad. He always give me some real advice. Like he be really telling me like about that bit. Like you want options. (laughs) (laughs) No, you didn't just laugh like that. (laughs) That's what he be telling me. Like I know. But, you know, when you're walking in feminine energy, men like that as well. So, it's time to, I don't know. It's and I really feel like when you focus on you, like, really focus on you and healing you, everything else, like, it, it, yeah, it lines up. You know what I mean? So, yeah. I'm big on just, like, my before my podcast, women tell me, oh, I come here for femininity and da-da-da. That, that ain't my specialty. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, there's other women you can watch for that. You know, like, I speak on what I went through, but I'm not, I'm not, uh... Walking, like, in that, as our full purpose, maybe. Yeah, that's not my thing, that's not what I teach, you get what I'm saying? Um, so... And that's, that's crazy, because just... that's actually one of my goals, to become, like, more of a, like, a life coach for younger women. Like, mm-hmm. I don't want to do it yet, you know, because I, I want to be more seasoned, but in my 30s, that's one of my goals, to start, like, a non-profit, to really mm-hmm. teach women self-love, and, um, at a young age, like, 12, 13, 14, 15. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A lot of us, we just don't have role models. Like we have mothers, um, and shout out to my mothers. But some, a, a lot of 